You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Freestyle Friday with the motivator Jazzy G. Morning coffee with the motivator Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Cheryl Stark. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of Morning Coffee with your truly the motivator Jazzy G. Still on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. The station where hot. On iHeart. And today, beloved, is Freestyle Friday. That's right. Today is Freestyle Friday. Thank God it's Friday, y'all. That's right. Get up, get out, do what you gotta do. Let's get into some shenanigans today. Friday. And the person that always gets into some shenanigans. That's right. She's the funny every lady. Every day. Every day. Right. She every day. It. She do her thing, though. Every but she day. she make things come alive. <laughs> That's right. She's the incomparable show star. What up, star? Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Yes, it's Freestyle Friday, and you never know what you may get. I may say a poem. I may bust a, uh, what do you say, spit? I may spit, spit yeah. some lyrics. You never yeah. know. Freestyling, yeah. it's 50 years of hip-hop, so. That's right. You never know, I might just break out with a freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if we couldn't break out anything or get anything rolling and going and getting things happening the way we do on this show, if it wasn't for this man here he's the man on the board he makes everything happen he smooth everything out he's a smooth operator he's the maestro the king himself dj nelson the maestro what up nelson what up jazzy good morning nelson you maestro you (laughs) master of king in the building (laughs) hey that's what i'm Hey, hey, the block party, yeah, the block party miss gonna be fun this uh, today. I know we're gonna have some fun, Nelson. That's right. Thanks for fun. our, hey, thanks for playing our request too, Nelson. You've been doing your thing with the yeah, man. What can I say except the love come? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Hey, and so motivated. If you want to hear your favorite song, you want to hear a request. You gotta hit us up. You know what I'm saying? Soul motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. So stop. Yes, yes. Let's get into some housekeeping. Let's do it. Alright, so let's do it. Let's get some housekeeping. It's time to get to some housekeeping. So stop, what you got going for housekeeping today? And so I got a couple of things for housekeeping. Um first. I want to report. Um, so last week, Steve Harvey's co-host um, Shirley Strawberry. You know, she does the Strawberry right. Letter on right. the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Um, like was taped unknown. She didn't know. She unknowingly was taped having a conversation with her husband, who's in prison. And uh, they were, you know, basically talking about Steve Harvey's house, and you know, so the conversation was you know say for instance when you talk with deb or when i was talking to my husband we all talk to our spouse in a real way you know like i come home and talk about work and i may say some things about my president you know and so what shirley strawberry was doing was just having basic gossip uh with her husband somebody that she you know knowingly supposed to trust 
And what happened was the conversation was recorded and it got on social media people were listening to it and now you know allegedly there's rumors that uh steve harvey wife is you know pretty upset and maybe looking to get her terminated but it wasn't nothing terminal uh that she said but she did kind of hint that she don't like steve harvey's wife or either in it <laughs> she hit it you know she didn't say any of that but you know when she was talking to her husband because you know like when there's a girl that your wife don't like you know how yeah. we do jazzy because she was basically saying so he was like how was she and and carla was like she wasn't there because we wouldn't have we wouldn't have got in the house if she was there so apparently steve harvey had them over his house and right. Paula and uh, Shirley Strawberry was talking about the sauna rooms, the steam room, the gym, you know, all the things that Steve Harvey has in his home. She said, right. I felt like I was out in a vacation going to the house. And, you know, and basically she kind of said that, you know, Steve don't let people in the house when Marjorie's there or something like that because he's scared. <laughs> so she indicated that he's scared. And so everybody yeah. was like, oh, so he's a conformer. So really, he conforms to her just to please her and stuff like that. So, you know, it got leaked and it, it went viral. And, um, you know, there was no talk about any allegedly infidelity, which, you know, um, that's I'm glad that nothing came out that was right. from there. It was just right. basic talk about his house. Uh, he's changing his diet. You know, uh, you yeah. know he's giving them. Uh, information on how to lose their weight, but basically she was saying the house is gorgeous, and that's how it. That's she go, boy, what it looks like to be rich, you know. Yeah, yeah. And she said Steve Harvey's wife looks at them as the help, and she's been <laughs> friends with Steve Harvey uh, way before he got married to Marjorie, and so right. the husband was, you know, people could listen to it themselves. But from what I know of prison, you know, because I have I have people who spent time in prison and I have correction officers who work at the prison. From what I know, the inmates are aware that they sometimes listen on your phone. They don't they listen all the time. Right, right. And so some people are allegedly saying that the husband got paid. A celebrity. Right. Some some people are thinking the husband was down with the conversation, no. like coercing her to talk about them. Oh, I, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's that's what some people, you know, every everybody got right. their different opinion of it. But him as the inmate, him as the inmate, and then Steve Harvey is in the news all the time lately for the alleged affair. So people are looking to get gossip get on them. Right. Okay. So yeah, folks that are makes, saying that her husband. Sound that you got to listen to the questioning that he was doing to right. uh, her. She was talking just in a regular conversation, like you know, but he was asking particular questions, like he was fishing. You know how somebody right, baits right. you? Oh, yeah, so he probably, yeah. yeah. So they the, said, and for it to leak out like that, yeah, they, they said that they believe all the conversations are, are, are taped, taped so, and they read so, your mail. You know, people right, know so, the rules so of for it to leak out. That, that's the setup, yeah. They said somebody I, probably he's threw a him, man. Any allegedly, he's a con man anyway, so he, he's oh, anyway, so. You know what I'm saying? So, and she's still sticking by his side. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's mine. I'm sticking with him. Right. You know so, you, know, you be the judge so motivated. <laughs> if you ain't haven't heard the audio, I don't know if they took it down by now, but it should be, you know, discoverable. But if you haven't heard it, listen. Because when I listen to a Jazzy G, 
I said, uh, you know, this sounds like he's baiting her into yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. It didn't sound like it. You know how when you talk, it just flows. Yeah. It doesn't be like, let me see what I'm asking. Like he was fishing. That's what yeah. it sounds like. That's that could just be me and my conspiracy theories. But um, y'all check it out. And so the other, you know, show motivators, the other housekeeping is re- regarding the sports world. So apparently, not only the NBA, Jazzy G, because I'm looking at it, it says the sports industry, uh, the NFL as well, UFC and the NBA reportedly loses up to about 20-something billion dollars in potential annual revenue revenue uh, due to illegal streams. Um, right. And so now uh, uh, the president of the NBA, David Silverman, is uh, saying that he want to revisit the language, or he want to put some, you know, different clauses in in the in, in the, the laws. Yeah, in in the contract and in the laws, like he want to be able to preserve that money because he's saying that you know the sports world is losing tons of dollars now. Who's losing this money? Mostly is the owners, and it's, it's never good to lose money in, in general. But I remember when the owners was getting everything. And, and 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 not too long ago, the Players Association wanted to rebargain because I mean, look, think back to when Scotty Pittman was getting that trashy contract, and they didn't right. want to renegotiate with him just right. to you know you know, and and he was known at that time as probably the second best player in the NBA under Jordan at Michael that time. Jordan was, had a, had a Martin Jordan didn't make as much when right he left when he left basketball, went to baseball. When he came back. He, he renegotiated. He, he had three championships on his belt. Right. They gave him a better contract then. Because remember, Michael Jordan made all his money from endorsements. Endorsements, right, right, right. He, he was making only something like $4 million a year. Yeah, he didn't like, make a lot playing basketball until he renegotiated. Right. That's true. And, yeah, um, so. But see, the Scotty Pittman didn't even have as many endorsements at the time, as well as a low-paying contract. You know, but he took the deal because he just wanted to, you know, take care of his family, like he said. But anyway, you know, so we'll see. Let's keep an eye on that and let's see how that goes, because, um, you know, hopefully they you know how you were saying, you know, uh, you don't want Oprah and um, and um, The Rock to get the money for the for the fires in Hawaii off of the working class people. Right. And they're saying, do not get this money from the players. Y'all just renegotiated not too long ago and they, they're thinking that the owners make so much money anyway like find a way to to decrease the you know the the, the illegal streaming but do not take it off the back of the plates right. you know because they fought hard to get a little more in the contract and you know that's what owners do all the time once they start losing money they want to go back to the table and take it from the hard earned workers <laughs> I got a remedy I got a remedy for that what is, what's your remedy? remedy is? What's your remedy? Employ the hackers. Oh. Employ the hackers. That's all you got to do. Right, right. Employ okay. If you losing over 20 something billion. They, they doing something, right? <laughs> right. So Bring them in. A third of that money that you're losing. Right. By the hackers. You employ the hackers. And now that revenue is back. You get what I'm saying? Good. Good point. As simple, simple as simple can be. The government does it all the time. Right, right. Employ the hackers all the time. Okay? So I'm just saying, employ the hackers. And and, and they employ the murderers too. (laughs) I know. Don't put a hit on. (laughs) You'll get that money back. 
Right, right. Well, that's a good idea. I think that's a brilliant idea, actually. You know, hopefully they'll do that because if you can't beat them, join them. You know, <laughs> right. you know but what I'm saying? saying they, and, and it's joining, it's joining the sports world. It's actually, no, right, right. The hackers, the hackers are joining us. The sport, yeah, right, exactly. They'd be fine with it. You got more right. money than they got. All you got to do is employ them. They'd be fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They'd do it in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now they ain't got to, now they don't have to be hiding and sucking and jiving and right. being sneaky with what they do. All they doing now is being the ones that's coming up with the, the brilliant ideas, the stream, and, 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 and what you can do is employ them to make sure that if you take, if you take a dozen of the top hackers and you employ them to stop the hacking, right. you solved your problem right there. It's just that, it's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? It's just that simple. And you Bro, start, hopefully you start we, with twelve. Hopefully that'll get out there. <laughs> we gotta we gotta go viral so that way that they can they can the hear that. The government does it all the time. They mm-hmm. employ hackers all the time. Right. And the ones that they can't employ, they just get rid of them. Right. They, they go missing. And and like you said, if they employ if they employ the ones that they can employ, they can tell them how to beat the hackers, you know? Because they they're the ones on the end doing it. That's so what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, you got twelve. That's that's going against two hundred. It's, it's easy. It's, it's easy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you employ twenty, and they going against a hundred. It's it's all good. You know what right. I'm saying? So and, and now you're saving money. You know what I'm saying? So if you're saying you're losing twenty billion dollars from hacking, now you're saving twenty billion dollars from hacking. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying, and you ain't paying none of them. You know, twenty billion dollars. Right. Exactly. Paying them, you're paying them a decent salary. They're getting paid, you know, they're gonna pay six figures, of course. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's all well and good. Absolutely. Or, what, or whatever they already kind of making, you wanna pay them what they making already, but now they ain't gotta look over their shoulder. Right. You know what I'm right. <laughs> it's just that But stuff. that's what I got. That's it for housekeeping, Jazz and G. So, you know, it's freestyle Friday and what it look like when you're on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> good in the hood, yeah, man. Hey, I I just enjoyed, you know, what I'm saying this week and uh, everything that we were doing this week and and yeah, we had a week. week we had a pretty we, good week. Yeah. We had a really fun week this week, you know what I'm saying? And that, I mean, you know, the week before that was that that that, that whole uh, the week uh, of uh, Labor Day week and everything, having DVD and all that stuff on. That was just that was just like one of those. Even though it was more, it was like the vacation time for people, and then going back to work, going back to school type of thing. And, and folks was was really enjoying themselves. You know what I'm saying? And now this week here, it's like okay, you have to be back on your grind. College kids are back in school. And everything like that So they, they're right, more, a little right. more Intentive To listen to the morning coffee To get their they day going now It's like okay vacation, vacation time is over So I gotta get my day going I go get in these classes Let me listen to the morning coffee To get me going You know what I'm saying Before I get into This professor's class That's gonna You know That's gonna Get me to grind And, and do all these Different things I gotta do Which is cool you know what I'm saying? So it's all good. And we we want you college students. We, we we welcome you just the same. Okay? We welcome you just as we welcome your parents, who's the Gen Xers. We welcome you just the same. All right, here on the morning coffee. But it was a it was a fun week this week, you know what I'm saying? So it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Start I me. Mean, yeah. 
the, the one thing I enjoy about this week, even though it's pre- it was pretty hot here in New York in the tri-state area, it was really hot, and and uh, this week in, in in Jersey, where they caught some, you know, when when we had the rain, right? Or uh, like Wednesday and, and Thursday, um, Jersey really caught it, man. They, we didn't get the rain that they got. You know what I'm saying? Some of my friends in Jersey, they was like posting on Facebook. And the way the, the storm, I seen some of the trees were down, and I was like, "Ooh, we're glad it didn't come out the way it didn't, didn't come east. It just, you know, it was the west. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was west of New York, more, more so. I would say, you know, what I'm saying so that that whole Jersey and, and stuff like that, they got it. But I'm, it was fortunate we didn't get it like that, which is all good. You know what I'm saying for yes, me. Yes. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was it was all good. But you know, this week, you know, what I'm saying we got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, 50 anniversary of hip hop happening still, and you know what I'm saying. So it's it it's all good. We we I'm telling you, so motivated. Showing our it's like every weekend, it's like non-stop for us. It's like we're like here, we're there, we we're doing different things. Like you know, we just being part of some things. And if you follow us on Facebook. If you follow us on Instagram, anything like that, you you see it all. We we post everything, and, and Cheryl's out there in the field, man. She's just doing her thing with the interviews and everything, and in between that, with her shows and everything, it's all good. Yeah, we we stay busy, stay working. We're busy, man. I'm loving it though. I'm loving it. Absolutely. Hey, stay tuned. We got more guests coming. And we just lining them up and everything like that. So shout out, you know, saying to our social producers, Reverend Islam and Al Style, who's making it happen. You know, what I'm saying helping us get the guests up in here and everything. It's all good. You know, what I'm saying it's, it's it's all good. You know, what I'm saying. But one thing I I want to talk about, I talked about it a little bit with the with the violence that's going on against right. women. Right. I want to talk about it a little more today. I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday, right? Yeah. Because I'm seeing so much stuff. Uh, you know, another thing happened in the subway of New York City, right? And 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 where we from? You know, right in the subway, 116th Street, Lenox Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, a man uh, uh, assaulted a, a elderly woman, took her cane from her, and beat her with her cane, and, and, and took off his belt and everything, was whipping her. And I don't know what transpired to make what happened beforehand. But you have people that's videotaping, but never intervene. That's just sad. I just and I'm like, what's going on with our society? Yeah, that we're we're more concerned with someone, you know, in danger to help someone instead of stopping to helping someone. That we're more into going viral. I, I seen a cartoon Crazy. years ago about good four or five years ago, and. Um, it was a person drowning, so you saw their hand up and they were drowning, and all you saw was a bunch of people holding holding cameras. So no one jumped in to help the person drowning. They just stood around and held up their cameras. Wow. You know what I mean? And, and if you look and if you look at what happened that time um uh was that August fifth, I believe, what happened in Mississippi. Yeah. Um no, it was Mississippi or Montgomery, Alabama. Alabama, that, 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 Alabama. Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama. So if you notice, look how many cameras, phone cameras you saw posting. Because you got so many angles of that, that brawl 
because you have the majority of people taping. You know what I'm saying? And and the the ones that went out there to defend the security guard, they the ones that was like, hey, no, nah, we we forget taping things. <laughs> we we're gonna we're gonna intervene. You know what I mean? And that's what's that's needed more than anything. You know what I'm saying? And I'm watching this video of this woman get beat by this grown man. You know what I'm saying? And and this is an elderly woman. You know what I'm saying? They said she was in her 60s. And and I'm like, this this man is 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 she took her, she was trying to defend herself and, and haul him off with her cane because he's he has his belt. You know what I'm saying? Striking her. You know, like a whip, you know what I mean? Wow. And and just seeing it just bring that it, it brings something out of it because you see this elderly black woman. You, you understand what I'm saying? And, and this man is, is, is whipping her. He's a Hispanic man, and he's he's whipping her. And so she's using her cane to defend herself, and he snatches her cane and then beats her with her own cane. And he beats her to the point where, you know, the top part, you know, the hook part of the cane, mm. it broke off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But folks are taping. No one intervenes. No one grabs this man. No one stops and calls the police. You know, and I've seen another video where... A woman was being attacked and a person was videotaping and told someone else to call the police. You holding a phone in your hand and you telling someone else to call the police. You understand what I'm saying, you start? Yeah, that's crazy. You call the police. Yo, an eyewitness. (laughs) Call the police. It's like it's mind-boggling today that the kind of fame that people put over well-being of humanity today. Right. It just you know what I'm saying. And I, I know it's Freestyle Friday, so motivated. I'm I'm not trying to bring anybody down. I just got to speak on this because it, it broke my heart to see this. Because I was like, man. Because remember, I was talking about how my mother she she fought off a a, a, a whoopee a purse snatcher one time right you know what i'm saying and she kind of like attacked him i mean he was trying to snatch her purse you know what I'm saying he's screaming lady please let me go let me go you know what i'm saying yeah but i'm saying i can't imagine you know a, a man doing that to my mother and you know what i'm saying like I, I would have to hunt him down you know what I'm saying? i told you i have revenge in my heart i would have to hunt him down now now he's prayed to me Get what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's prayed to me now. Because now I'm going to hunt him down. Get what I'm saying? And if I don't get him, I'm going to get somebody close to him. Because he got somebody close to me. That's revenge. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So now he put his family in jeopardy. If I hurt my family, you put your family in jeopardy. Because if I can't get you, I'm going to get somebody close to you. You understand what I'm saying? Until I get you. Because that's revenge. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I and I, I I I always work on, you know, what I'm saying to, to alleviate that from me. But it's there. I can always admit it's there. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happens in society where violence and more violence and more violence happen. You know what I'm saying? But we gotta stop that. Just pulling out our cameras first instead of intervening first. You get what I'm saying? Right. If we can stop it or calm it down or. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, it's just like I told you when I when the the, the 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 couple was going at it, and in front of the 
probation building. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, yeah, I got to stop this. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, I'm using whatever tactics I can, you know, come up with to, to, to stop it. Hey, man, look at these white people. They, they're on their phone. They're about to call the cops on you. Whatever it took, but I had to intervene. You know what I'm saying? So, and even though this wasn't the cell phone, camera phone ever, because I don't think the cam camera phones wasn't even invented or something like that at that time when I when I did that. Mm -hmm. um, we had cameras on our phones, but not like video cameras. Remember, remember the flip phones and used to take pictures and it was all grainy and look all crazy. Like that's that's the kind of camera phones we had back then. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like now. So it, it, it wasn't about pulling out a, a phone and taping anything. But we got to get to where we're kind of intervening a little bit and stepping up for humanity. But I, I just wanted to get that out of the way, Star. I, I want to bring you down because this week was fun and, and everything. I want to keep it fun. And, and, and really, I want to talk about some things that um, I, I think that can help us. I want to get into some psychology of things because um, I think there's a reason why we're doing the things that we're doing. You know what I mean, Star? Yeah. I think there's a, I think there's a reason behind it, and I want us to get behind it and everything. Excuse me, so motivated, but I'm trying to adjust my chair here and everything. But I, I think there's a reason why things are happening the way they're happening to us in our society, and um, so I want to get to some some psychology behind it. But what what do you take on some of the stuff that's going on? I mean, I think it's a lot of uh, rage and it's a lot of anger. You know, people aren't getting help for the for the rage and the anger, and and a lot of times it's exploding. And like you said, if they're not loving themselves, they're not you know they're not going to love other people. But they're taking it out on people for whatever reason. You know, people are very explosive today. But the sad thing, because we had a show before on the gift and curse of social media. You know, yes. it it it's it should be a helpful thing to see these things and and prevent it or stop it or come to an aid of somebody because you got it on camera or even to catch the person. But like you said, people are so fixated on this viral and you know going going viral on social media or getting all these likes or getting popular from social media that you know they have dropped the ball with humanity that's not even yeah. a concern at all and then they are doing it with with really no uh, no remorse it's like this is this is the thing that you do the thing is tape it and don't call for help what is going on <laughs> that's, that, that's so sad it is it, it really is really sad. i understand on certain situations you're getting evidence for certain certain things and I, I and i know from the time george floyd you know the, the, the tragic uh thing that happened when the when, when the cop was on his neck and everything like that and and that young lady that was videotaping that and tell him that yo he can't breathe he said he can't breathe you got to get off of him but the the importance of her video of her taping that even though you know and, and that was just watching that hurt hurt our hearts but to, to have that evidence he might have gotten away with it if there was never that evidence mm -hmm, right. so I understand the importance on that end yeah yeah at the same time it can't be just a fame thing for people it's, it's like I, I couldn't have stu stood there and videotaped that that man beating on an elderly woman like that I, I can't I could not 
stand there. It's like, no, I, I, I don't need 15 minutes of fame. I don't need world star. I don't need any of that stuff. That got to stop. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing when we talked about yesterday about the, the you know, that happened in Chicago. And, you know, when the, the, the man punched the woman and then her son, you know, shot him. You know what I'm saying? And then the, the men in that restaurant that could have really they said, hey, brother, you know, come on, don't, don't, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? If you hit us, you know, the cops are going to come. They're going to arrest you. And then you got to battle each other. You know, something just give him some type of really, the, 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 to get him off the ledge. It might have saved his life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it may have saved the life. You know what I'm saying? So it, we don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't know for sure, but it might have. You know what I'm saying? And, and you never know. You know, and I've been in a situation where, like I told you before, I've been in a situation in Walmart before when I, I went, I went toe to toe with a manager. We just going back and forth verbally and, and, you know, and they threatened to call the cops on me and everything. My wife trying to calm me down and I don't, I don't want to hear nothing. And then another man, you know what I'm saying? Another man my age whispers in my ear, hey brother, just, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that. You don't, you don't, you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Because when they call the cops, they're going to make you the villain. I know she wrong. You know she wrong. But when the cops come in here, they're going to make you wrong, brother. You know how they treat us. That's what he said to me in my ear. And it, and it, and it, it snapped me out of it. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. It snapped me out of it. It gave me a sense of reality. It's almost like Jim D. Cricket in my ear. You know what I'm saying? God know what he's doing. And even though Deb was all upset and she was all upset that I didn't listen to her, I listened to the other man and stuff like that, she don't get it. She, don't, she didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it did, you know, and it took her a while to kind of understand. I mean, one day in therapy, when I, I think I, I spoke on this, when I spoke on that, because she brought it up, because you know, you women, y'all store everything. And when she brought it up, and, and I explained it in the way that I explained Like I'm explaining to you guys now And then she finally understood and she got it And it was like don't take it personal That I wasn't listening to you My wife that I love and adore the mother of my children It's not that It's just that I needed it God know what I needed You understand what I'm saying yeah. He knew what I needed So he put that man there And that man whispered in my ear No one know what that man said to me No one know what he said to me you know what I'm saying? He could have been saying, yo, if you if you don't stop talking that lady like that, man, I got a gun right here and I'll blow your head off. You know what I'm saying? Nobody know what he said. But he just sipped it and he was calm. He said, you don't want to do that. You don't go there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I know she wrong. You know she wrong. But, you know, but when the cops come, they're going to make you wrong. You know how they treat us. And that's what he said to me. And I said, yeah, you right, bro. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. And I just walked out. You know what I'm saying? I just walked out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? I did the walk away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But again, and, 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 and like I said, my wife was, was she was she was heartbroken that I didn't listen to her. You know. But again, it takes a interference instead of like saying and that was in the video take we had no video phones at that at that time when that happened that was the 90s so no no way no how so all right <laughs> you know no it wasn't the 90s it wasn't the 90s i think it was because because simone i think was in st john so it would have to be the 2000 it had to be very early 2000 i think she was in her sophomore year in, in st john i think i think she might have been a senior year in high school but it was so had to be right there so but it, it was you know so nobody's videotaping anything 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Just watching me be loud, the lady being loud, and me going at each other at customer service. You know what I'm saying? And that happens very often in Walmart. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because Walmart loves to embarrass you too for some strange reason. You ever notice that? The employees in Walmart love, you know, like the management, they love to embarrass people. I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if that has something to do because they they look at their lives a certain way and they they feel like okay, you know they feel disrespected at times. So okay, we're gonna choose this person to embarrass to make themselves feel better. It could be that. That's just my seen, you know what? Only thing I've seen in Walmart is Black Friday when um you remember how they used to have them TVs mm-hmm. or say remember the Black Friday and these two guys. Was pulling the TV <laughs> and, and and imagine the big 50, 60 inch TV. Yeah. We were like, "What sense does it make? The TV's not going to crack in half, and we y'all going to get half the TV." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I know Walmart shut down the store, and we was locked in there. It was me and my sister in law at the time, me and um, Sean's wife. We were in Walmart, and she on one end of the store, and I'm on another end. And there's a, they, you know, they started fighting. Yeah. yeah, you know, knocking down everything in an hour, whatever. <laughs> and you know, when I got over, because I don't know what it is about me. I think I'm sarcastic, and and I, you know, and sometimes it's in a it's in a bad time that I be <laughs> sarcastic. Because I said, well, what were they looking at? Do you know? I was just I couldn't understand they pulling on a damn TV. Yeah, like, oh my god, what is this? Like. You yeah. know, but um, yeah. that's what that's those are the only things that I saw in Walmart. It is it, it's, it's just been the Black Friday rush. They yeah, run yeah. in the store like oh man, it's it's just crazy. How, that's why I said I can't do that. I mean, this was years ago anyway, because you know people shop online now. Yeah, they do it. Yeah, they do it differently now. Yeah, do yeah. But when they used to have the store, because you know they're close the store. Uh, half the day and say um, you know they open it up at nine at nine yeah. it's yeah. a it's a line out there at eight o'clock and everybody's running store like how they used to do with the Jordans yeah you know? people, people eat they people eat their Thanksgiving dinner real quick all right eat. <laughs> they say grace real quick thank you for the food <laughs> eat now they they all in prison yeah because sometimes yeah they do, they do now, it the night the before yeah. yeah yep yeah. they do it the Thursday yep you be at Thanksgiving and be like oh it's, let's go to the store now it's twelve o'clock they about to open deb and my girls did that once i think once or twice and then deb was like never again that's that's <laughs> what i said when i when never i was she came you know, home she was, was like, like oh, can't do that no. again yeah because yeah, when they lock you in the store you start thinking about um the equalizer <laughs> and by the way that movie was good you know me and my mother went to see it equalizer yeah. you know three it was really good yeah everybody says good i gotta go see yeah. it i love denzel it. movies though i can't i can't name a denzel movie that i didn't like yeah, Even the yeah. ones that was, you know, not too popular. You know, yeah. I feel like I just like Denzel. You know? Yeah, yeah what woman doesn't, right? You well, know you funny? know what's funny? Remember the movie He Got Game? You know, Denzel was was wasn't looking attractive, right? Do you know my friend loves Denzel so much? I keep thinking about when you was talking about LL with the girl in the movie. Yeah, yeah, hanging around. Yeah. She loved Denzel so much. And we we know that there's been movies. That Denzel, you know, because he's playing the role. He wasn't, yeah. you know, he wasn't the Denzel like the, you know, the suave. Right, and he yeah. got game. She was like, "Oh my God, he's so fine!" This now, I was like, "Oh my God, he do not That's look." How that girl was saying, right, boy. right. I was like, "He don't look yeah, like yeah, that he's in so this movie." Fine. <laughs> <laughs> she made it fun though I, I, I can never forget her She made it so much fun <laughs> Yes, yes, yes Yeah, but Denzel, Denzel's always been 
a, a cool role. Like, I, you know, the roles that he play, especially yeah. in, in roles that, to me, like, I love, you know, I love the uh, the uh, court court roles. Remember that movie Ricochet, Ricochet? He played that. He was the cop or he was yeah. the DA at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Ice-T. And, right, right, with Ice-T. But in it, when it came on, he, he was like, no, you got to go, you know, and then everybody, he had the jury left. I always thought if I was to be a lawyer, I would be like that, you know, <laughs> that's how I used to do my cases when I was in arbitration. I used to always, you know, especially if it's a guy, if it's, if it's a guy and even my company knew it, because I told you they used to call me a notorious flirt. Yeah. And and I flirt in ways that people don't even imagine to flirt. I don't do the obvious flirting. I flirt in a different type of way. <laughs> and and it's funny because I was doing that to the arbitrator and and, and the arbitrator, especially the old white men. The old yeah. white men, you know, they looking like oh, you know, because you know how they looking at us. Like <laughs> they be like only you, Cheryl, because you know they racist old white man. You got him to change his viewpoint. <laughs> No. Like the old cartoon, the old Bugs Bunny cartoon. Tell me more about my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I remember uh, negotiations with uh, so Master Square Garden always used this lawyer, Jerry Koff. And, and Jerry Koff is a famous pain in the ASS lawyer that a lot of corporations hire him. And he's getting old now. He had he had a reputation years past you know because he's he's older now but he he was known and he's still getting high <laughs> he's still getting high but he's slow now he's right. wrinkled and he shakes and do you know when he's in negotiations he takes forever to read a line and he does and and he's so skillful at making you pissed off and and i found out that's his strategy even though he's getting old but right. his, people people that i met later in life was like oh he was doing that in the 90s and the 80s i said oh they said yeah don't let it because you know i'm thinking oh he oh you know i'm thinking yeah. oh he's older so let him let him take let his him, time let him rock yeah he, you he did. starts shaking his hand yeah, giving him old old and, old, and we, old school props say, right hey, we hey, respect old him. man let's give him some old great and he's you know swindling saying? he's swindling he's us you. out of patience <laughs> And, and the next thing you know, the committee is like, we ain't going through this. Because sometimes, you know, we used to get out of Madison Square Garden, like one in the morning sometimes. Yeah. We, we'll be in there all night. You know what I mean? And I couldn't yeah. even go back to PA at that time of night because I was like, oh, I might as well stay in the city. But what I noticed is that he started doing that regularly. <laughs> so, so one day I act like I brought him a... Um, a, a translator and he was laughing because he knew I was up on him and then I said look Jerry we want to get home we're not being in here till one in the morning and I said I'm missing out on you know what you know I can't say yeah, it over yeah, here yeah. and he bust out laughing and then that was what he talked about the whole negotiation he said well we're gonna end early so Cheryl could go home and get her body exercise <laughs> <laughs> and people was like Cheryl you really said that I said yes because I'm I want to get home to my husband yeah. <laughs> but but Jerry got a kick out of that he started talking about that well, and it was like oh god will you get this old pervert because oh, we talking about uh, getting getting bottle cups and stuff and he talking about where's Cheryl today <laughs> you know, guess she, I guess her husband kept her home they was like you're on this old man mind <laughs> Hey, that's how it's going though. It's funny you mentioned the Knicks and, and it being one in the morning. I remember one time 
uh, back with Chuck Chill Out. You know, uh, uh, this was one time when Chuck Chill Out show was uh, it, it had like uh, like an overnight. Uh, he was doing like the overnights. Um, right. We would get off like, and we would get out of there like four in the morning at the station, <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, uh, and one time Jerry Blood Rock, you know, we we had uh, Keen um, um Charlie Prince on Jerry Blood Rock. Uh, he owned the label that the um, Master Scott and the Dynamic Three was on, and Dougie Fresh, you know. Oh, okay. You know, okay. So, right, so Jerry, but he, he mentioned Jerry Bloodrock and everything like that. So, right, right, we, right, right. So Jerry Bloodrock came and picked us up. He had that fly Mercedes Benz because he's making that that Dougie Fresh and the, uh, the, the Rock Master Scott and Dynamic Three money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so he had picked us up and everything like that. So we was going somewhere like for breakfast. So now we driving past. We driving past Master Square Garden because back then uh, WBLS was on the east side of 42nd Street. So the lights were on, like where the offices are. And, and Chuck Chilla said, Yeah, they in there effing up the Knicks. Like, like he just. <laughs> and we arrived, but we all just bust out laughing in the car. He's like, Yeah, they in there effing up the Knicks. Like, he just. We saw lights on the Master like, You know, we all thinking this right, thing lights right. on the Master Square Garden, but nobody said anything. He said, Yeah, they in there effing up the Knicks. Like, Joe, I was like on the floor. And this is back in the next. So he was cool with it because, you know, Charles opening up and all that. That squad, you know what I'm saying right, like yeah, said, and we yeah. used to go to the games all the time because you know Chuck and, and, and uh, Charles Oakley is best friends and everything like that so it was just too funny though it was just uh, it, when you mentioned Master Square Garden late at night I'm, I was just thinking about that because Chuck was wild like that he was just coming up right, with crazy right. stuff you know what I'm saying but it, it just had me thinking about that you know we gonna have Chuck on the show though y'all you know what I'm saying you know he he and I have been corresponding but we got to get a date because the, I don't know what's up with Chuck. Well, he, he's doing a lot of traveling. And he, oh, okay. He's doing a lot of traveling and he's doing a lot of shows. He's doing a lot of things, but he do want to come on the show and everything like that. Oh, so okay, because I it, sent that just, breaker that. breaker one nine out on him. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's going yeah, to happen. <laughs> it's going it's to And we waiting on you, Little C's, a.k.a. Little Caesar Leo. We yes. waiting on Little C's, you know, he... um. Was do he doing he doing some appearances and uh, some of the concerts with Busta Rhymes, you know, uh, with uh, with uh, you know Final Lap. He he was telling me that he was doing a couple of appearances on it right. coming out with uh, Biggie Son and Busta Rhymes and them. So cool, you know, cool. then he had that you know that uh you know guy that that passed away in the Junior Mafia. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Know. Exactly. Cause we exactly. had little C's. We gonna get them back. We gonna get them back. Yeah, man. We 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 gonna have we gonna have some guests on here. So motivated. You're gonna truly enjoy it. I know you enjoyed Stevie D last week and everything like that. It's we're gonna bring you the our goal is to bring all the pioneers, the legends, the people that you know, saying that 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 made things happen in hip hop in the last fifty years. You know, saying we're gonna bring some DJs on here. They're gonna do their thing on here on the on the on the morning coffee we planning to to bring dj hollywood brucey b you know saying people like that on here on the morning coffee and, and talk about those early days of hip-hop and, and actually do some of their mixes here on the morning coffee yes you know indeed. So, yes and we're gonna get you know saying rocky bacano's gonna come on here talk about the universal hip-hop museum which is which is opening up next year sometime next year in the home of hip-hop where hip-hop was invented the boogie down bronx Okay. Yes, that's dope. 
all those things is, is, is gonna happen and we're working on it all it's all good and you're gonna have some fun you know what i'm saying and that's what it's about like this freestyle friday having some fun on freestyle friday all right you right, want to keep right. your spirits up keep you going you know what i'm saying we're gonna we're gonna make it happen and stuff like that all right but DJ Nelson the Maestro, he's itching for a scratch. Itching for a so scratch. Gonna, yeah, so we're gonna get to we're gonna get to some mixes, y'all. So y'all turn up your boom boxes. Alright, cause DJ Nelson's about to go in. Alright. So yo Nelson, I want you to I want you to start us off on this freestyle Friday. I want you to start us off with some Eric B and Rock Kim. How about I ain't no everything rocking? Let's I do that. Let the let's, mic smoke. Yeah, let, let's do that. <laughs> Hit us up. What you feel is good to you, brother? You playing and knock it out. All right. Start us off with some Eric being rock Kim. I'm in the uh, I'm in the rock Kim uh, mood right now, y'all. All right. The juice. I got <laughs> enough to indeed. go around. All right. So Nelson, <laughs> are you ready? Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's the morning it. coffee crew is in the building. Is in the building. Is in the building. DJ Nelson the Maestro, Block Party Mashup. On July 18th, 1918, divine faith brings what life needs. A great king to try to make peace, fight beasts, and make means. Spot at eight knees might lead to great things. Holy clock. Brands break a troublemaker, but later on he would form his life to something major. At a time when no one knew the meaning of love a neighbor, gonna take the world by storm like Mother Nature. Nelson was the name given by school. Nelson was the name given. Nelson was the name given. Nelson was the Nelson was Nelson was the name given. Oh yeah. By a school teacher at the age seven. Cause of racism in his African name, I guess it stayed with him. Not just the alias, the pain. This soon a man emerged in tune with the planet Earth. He made a move to Johannesburg under the dark sky. He realized being free and cost him his life through the dark part time. It's a long road to freedom. Bass, check out my melody, hand out a cigar I'm letting knowledge be born and my name's the R AKI am not like the rest of them, I'm not on the list That's what I'm saying, I drop lines like a scientist My melody's in the cold, the very next episode Has the mic off and distorting, ready to explode I keep the mic at Fahrenheit, freedom season, make them cooler The listener's system is kicking like solar As I memorize, advertise like a poet Keep you going when the flow is smooth enough You know it but rough, that's why the mural on my story I tell a beat Nobody beats the R. Check out my melody. Check 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 out my check out check out my melody. Check 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 out check out check check out my melody. Check 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 out my check out check out my melody. Standing by the speaker, suddenly I had this fever. Wasn't me or either. Some of madness. Cause I just can't stand around So I get closer and the closer I get The better it sound My mind start to activate Bombs collaborate Cause when I heard the beat I just had to make Something from the top of my head So I fell into the groove of the wax And I said How could I move the crowd? First of all Ain't no mistakes allowed Here's the instructions Put it together It's simple ain't it? 
but quite clever Some of you been trying to write rhymes for years But we got this, irritate my ears Is this the best that you can make? Cause if not, and you got more, I'll wait I'll Knowledge will begin until I finish this song Cause the rhyme gets rougher as the rhyme goes on You sweat as you step, about to get hype Or should you just listen to the man on the mic? You're physically in this with me, but how could you tell? If it's meant to be hip-hop, if you're not mentally as well Ready to absorb the rhyme that I just poured into the mic So you're night and this won't be so bored If you just keep kicking, listen to the mix And think you'll sink into the rhyme like quicksand Holes and controls you till I leave you Fall deeper in the style, it's hard to breathe The only time I stop is when somebody drops And then bring them to the front cause my rhyme's the oxygen Then wave your hand when you're ready I'll send you into your favorite dance But let the rhyme continue and so on And I'ma go on simultaneously even if I stop the rhyme remains to be rising to the top And I came to drop it, catch it and quiz it It's my topic, universal, cause I move everybody to come By exercising your mind to coincide as one Then look around and see how packed the party starts again I draw a crowd like an architect The five balls react and all the islands are track And every state can't wait So they attack a open spot on the floor Squeeze in cause it's packed It'll be more room if MCs play the back of the R the A to the K I am If I wasn't then why would I say I am I was a scene Before I became a teen I melted microphones instead of cones of ice Queen music orientated So when hip hop was originated Fitted like pieces of puzzles Complicated Cause I grabbed the mic and try to say yes y'all They try to take it And say that I'm too small Cool Cause I don't get upset I kick a hole in the speaker Pull a plug Then I check Back to the lab Without a mic to grab So then I add all the rhymes I had One after the other one Then I make another one To diss the opposite Then ask if the brother's done I'm like I fiend for nicotine But I don't need a cigarette Know what I mean? I'm raging Ripping up the staging Don't it sound amazing? Cause every rhyme is made in thought of Cause it's sort of an addiction Magnetized by the mixing Vocals, vocabulary, and verses just stuck in The mic is a drain though Volcanoes erupting Rhymes overflowing, gradually growing Everything is written in the code so it can coincide My thoughts to God 48 tracks to slide The invisible microphone fiend rock him Spread the word Cause I'm N-E-F-F-E-C-T A smooth operator operating Cause the way fashion is Smashing hits Making hard to adapt to this Put pizzazz and jazz in this The cash in this Master this Blast this And make a clap to this DJs throwing cuts And obey the crowd Just pump the volume up And play it loud Hip hop forbidden Before I said I wouldn't let it But me and the microphone Is still magnetic Straight off the top I knew I'd be forced to rock Dead floor to stop the spot Yo, this is Son of Berserk. And I'm half time from Son of Berserk featuring No Self Control. And you're listening to DJ Nelson, the maestro, the block party, party, party mix. mix. 
Liverpool. It's to my real illness. Heavyweight hitters, go getters. 50 ways to make figures. My n to come on the spot to fail sisters. Like the hair rail spitters. The kids on the ziggas ziggas. When it's ugly, then the club is lovely. Dogs be sipping Hennessy and bubbly. To my comrade to keep it flaming high. On dangerous blocks, claiming spots where the goal is to be one of the top ranked soldiers. 45 holders, one of the high rulers. Get respect in the hood. Credit is good. Knock it down, lumberjack style, baby. Extra wood. Rock it all night long. The bang a thong, baby. Keep hanging on. We like it with the lights on. Don't have to blow 20 down to get to know honey style. Sure the town, steal a heart, no money down. I'm internationally known. When I'm doing the right. Thinking of a master plan. This ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand. So I dig into my pocket, all my money spent. So I should deep up, still coming up the lens. So start my mission, leave my residence. Thinking how I could I get some dead presidents. I need money. I used to be a stick up kid, so I think of all the devious things I did. I used to roll up. I used to roll up, this is a hole up, ain't nothing funny, stop smiling, you still don't nothing move but the money, but now I learn to earn cause I'm righteous, I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a 9 to 5, if I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive, so I walk up the street, whistling this, feeling out of place, cause man do I miss, a pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper, me and Eric being a nice big plate of fist, which is my favorite dish, but without no money it's still a wish, cause I don't like to dream about getting paid, so I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made, so now to test to see if I got pulled, hit the studio, cause I'm paid to pull, 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 pull. We'll be kicking it till I hit my last note. My honor is a fine, all kind of ideas. Self esteem makes it seem like a thought took years to build. But still, say a rhyme after the next one. Prepared, never scared. I'll just bless one. And you know that I'm the solo whiz. So, Eric, please make a clap to this. Make a clap to this. Make a make, make, make clap to this. This is King Charlie Prince, Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic 3, and I'm jamming with the mashup king, DJ Nelson, the maestro, block party mix on the morning coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Star. We're celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Is y'all ready for 2007? It's now another drought. Everybody's a killer. Wow, we bugging out. Just 86 showing the crowd what I'm about. And he still want to know when the album coming out. And now the teenagers, OGs, and nasty kids. What the definition of classic is. Timeless, so age don't count in the booth. When your flow stays submerged in the fountain of youth. Ain't no doubt in the truth. I'm off the meters. Everybody co-signing, even non-believers. Since I came in the door, became one of y'all's leaders. In the fresh pair, Air Force One sneakers. Uptown's. Call them uppies when they on divas. Probably one with KRS one teachers. Nah, 
made you look before the heaters. I bet you Khan had them on when he walked with Jesus. Classic, live straight classic. I'm better than I ever been. I'm everywhere you never been, and better than I ever been. Classic, live straight classic, classic. I'm better than I ever been. So be careful, you can try to enter the mind and prepare you If some ain't that bad, but one might backstab To get different tips on what one might have Fight the hand to feed you, lead the people who need you For those who hold you back and mislead you To be a leader, don't get led on or let in The wrong direction, a dead end's next step The detour, life's like a seesaw Ups and downs, and I bet there'll be more Potholes and obstacles, in a path that's right to At times need a hand to fight this Where your life, straighten up, take the thought and replace it And don't you act, you faced it Cause you're the sick and envy And you still act friendly, you can find the end When you pretend to be Friends, we'll let you down As you hear it, pump up the volume Dance with the speaker till you hear it blow Then plug in the headphone, cause here it goes It's a word when it's heard to control Your body to dance So, that takes a tempo like a red alert Reach into reflex and let it work This is playing, you can't get stuck with the steps over say And I'ma still come up with a swift follow the leader The rhyme of death with the record that was mixed a long time ago Done, but only I can do it For those that can dance and clap your hands to it I start to think that then I sink into the paper Like I was in when I'm writing I'm trapped in between the line I escape when I finish the rhyme I got Jamming with the mashup king, DJ Nelson, the maestro, block party mix. I ain't no joke, I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm going, no one gets on, cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder, damn. But think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict, addicted to music, maybe it's a habit. I gotta use it, even if it's jazz or the quiet storm. I hook a beat up, convert it into hip-hop form. Write a rhyme and graffiti in every show you see me. In deep concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild if you wanna be tame. I treat you like a child, then you're gonna be named. Another enemy, not even a friend of me. Cause you'll get fried in the end when you pretend to be competing. Cause I just put your mind on pause and I complete when you compare my rhyme with yours. I wake you up and after staring your face, you seem stunned. Remember me, the one you got your idea from. But soon you start to suffer. The tuna get rougher when you start to stutter. That's when you had enough of biting it'll make you choke. You can't provoke, you can't cope. You should have broke because I ain't. 
As I approach the barricade, where's the enemy? Who do I invade? Full of success, one bulletproof vest, rip, take it out of your flame with a bag full of clips. Yes, I got a family to raise for my return. To get back home is my main concern. I'ma get back to New York for one piece, but I'm better than saying that as hot as the city streets. Sky lights up like fireworks, blind me, bullets, which only know what my head remind me. President Bush said attack Flashback to number might not make it back Missile hits the area screens Wake me up from a war of dreams Heat up the M16 Base training Trains of torture Take no prisoners And I just caught you Addicted to murder Send more body bags They can't identify I'm leaving the name I get a brush when I see blood Dead bodies on the floor Casualties of war Casualties of war Casualties of war Casualties of war I'm rated all, this is a warning You better avoid poets and paranoid DJs destroy Yes, I came back to attack others and fight It's like, like lightning, it's quite frightening But don't be afraid in the dark, in the fog Not a scream or a cry or a bark Or like a spark, a tremble like an alcoholic Most is tight enough, what's that like enough? You see a sight, but some feel like you're in a horror flick You grab your heart and wish for tomorrow quick Music's a clue when I come, you're born Apocalypse now when I'm done, you're gone Haven't you ever heard of an MC murderer? Death penalty and I'm serving her. Death wish. So come on, step to this hysterical, I dare for a lyrical profession. Fashion. Fashion. walking down Elm Street. You come in my realm, you get beat. This is off limits, so your bridges are blurry. All you see is the meters of the fire. You pumping lyrics of fury. A purified freestyle. Identify the man in front of you But it ain't the gold, the gear, or the money though Swift intellection, there's with plenty of Like if it's dark, I'll spark every point of you I throw a mic in the crowd and question I got the answer and it includes directions Don't manufacture a mask to me after a blast If a master that has to make musical master Cause attack your rap to his handicap To never hold a mic again, try to hand it back For every rapper that comes to cut off his thumbs Put a record to his neck and he swallows a hump Slice from ear to ear so he can hear better Before he bleeds the death Hear heavy letter, and you can see how quick and thick your blood can get if you try to change the style of the subject. As I can deepen the rhyme, I'm becoming a MC murderer. Before I'm done, I'm up. Prepare the chamber, the torch is coming up. Trip through the mind, at the end, you'll find it's the punisher. From my house to your house, DJ Nelson the Maestro Kill is rocking the house. Celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. They sweat the technique. This is Billy Kelson. I'm hanging out with my guy, the dopest DJ out there, my man Nelson the Mastro. The PP technique. It's DJ Nelson the Maestro bringing you the funk.
Now, it'll take a while. I change the pace to complete the beat. I drop the bass to MCs get weak. For every throw they trace, it's a scar they keep. Cause when I speak, they freak the sweat to check in. I made my debut in 86 with a melody in the president's mix. And now I stay on charm and refuse to miss. And I still make hits for beats. All these clubs and cars and jeeps. I'm on the sound by face to beat. These wanna be in a place kick. When they sweat the technique. They don't lose me, so reload quickly, and you better hit me. Well, I'm letting this BB get with me. The stepping with double low seven, better make it snappy. No time to do your hair, baby. Brothers busting at me, beasts and bullets pass me on our target. They want the hard hit, but watch the guard get quicker. The tongue's a trigger, cause I'm real fast. Let those rhythm at them, let them feel the blast. Penetrated a crazy rate, this ain't the 38. Hit them at point blank range to watch them radiate. Running out of ammunition, I'm done with them. You ask me how I did them, I let the river Never kill with some of that cut like a lumberjack And me get hit back, it won't be none of that I'm untouchable, you see me in 3D When I let the rhythm hit another MC Lyrics made a lead into your head Then eruption of a mass production to spread when music is louder Full of gunpowder, microphone machinery When I see a crowder, party people Bumping their fists like this You're hiding the back thinking that I might miss But the R is accurate, plus I packed it with Educated punchlines that I have to hit Whatever I aim at, I line them up Your body is really feel a pain that time is up, you've been hit with something different, isn't it? Rockin' is gonna radiate, nothing's equivalent, nothing can harm me, why try and bomb me? You couldn't look around a rob with an army, you can wreck by the architects, so respect them. I disconnect them, soon as I inject them, the radiation, put them by the basement. Bust his chest, soak and bash his face and let it split him. Since he fought his main man with him, he asked me how I did him. I let the rhythm hit, the rhythm hit, the rhythm hit, the rhythm hit. Get off the mic, fall, get you hot. Jazzy, Cheryl and Nelson wants to know, how do you like your coffee? I keep my composure 
When all sorts of thoughts fall for exposure Release the veins and the brains increase When I let off, make a wish and blow the smoke off My piece unloading, unfolding The vibes are exploding, and the mic that I'm holding Is golden, call us, cut the wide Caught fire like a fuse, gunpowder And the slightest bruise is a friction The outcome is near, so listen Here's the brief description, a boom, the flame The smoke, ashes, and dust to dust Contact is compact when I bust MCs are now in a massacre, a disaster A master at bashing a beat to death To a pulp, to a camp pump Niggas ain't saying nothing, not a broken tongue. As I'm looking, I stand like red builders in Brooklyn. Then the stage is took, then have it struck. That could produce the whole core. Keep in touch with the mic when you're holding yours. Huffing and puffing and slobbing and drooling. Nothing's pumping. Who do you think you're fooling? Tommy Tucker, the neighborhood sucker. What you ought to do is pick up a tempo. From what I've been so hard not to bite, but you can't prevent. So you start to kidnap. I watch the kid rap. When he get off, you know he shouldn't have did that. Minor old timer, weak rhymer, stand line. You won't be inclined to go, so yo, maybe later you're gonna be, but for now, you're almost one of me, not an image of imitation, take it from origination, made by chasing in a little erasing, so perform, if it still ain't born, maybe after a rope by the host with the most, it's a musical massacre. Place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talking. They taught to all New York. I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. Make money in Manhattan and never been took it. Go uptown to the Bronx and boogie down. Get strong on the island, recoup and lay around. Time to build my juice back up. Pop stack up. Suckers get smacked up. Don't doubt them. Suckers get smacked up. Don't doubt them. Suckers get smacked. Suckers get smacked. Suckers, suckers, suckers get smacked up. Don't doubt the clout. You know what I'm about. Knocking the door. Knocking the out. Shaking them up. Waking them up. Breaking them up. Breaking them up. Standing on shaky ground. Too close to the edge. Let's see if I know the ledge. Shorties here, I get cocked deep, living 40s to beer. Here's a sip with the crew that's deceased. If I get revenge, then they rest in peace. Somebody got a suffer, I just might spare one. And give a brother a fair one. Stay alert and on fees. And I do work with these, like Hercules. This the South Force, split your right jaw. Cause I don't like y'all, I'm hyper night for. Smooth, but I move like an army. Pull a group down, case brothers try to bomb me. Put brothers to rest like Elliot Ness. Cause I don't like stress Streets ain't a place for innocent bystanders to stand Nothing's gonna stop the plan I'll chill like Pacino Feel like the middle Black and Vino Die like a hero Living on shaky ground Too close to the edge Let's see if I know the ledge Try to catch on, stay close to the host and MCs try to make a roll up for the coasting. Ladies hear the rhymes, rub them on like lotion. Hit the spot soothing, can't stop moving. Go ahead, but sweat, you can bet I'm still cooling. When I entertain, it's a brainstorm. Never the same from every rain I rain on is warm. Taking a trip through memory lane, the melodies. See if you could tell if these thoughts the fallacies could do you justice. But you can't touch it. Some kid just try to bust this, but he just missed. I'm universal, but much more merciful. So versatile with the style is reversible. I get away even 
And if I say a curse or two, first, let me bust another first for you. Your arm's too short to box the loss or quit. You don't want no kind of conflict, but you get stripped as the rhyme is ripped. Pick up the pieces, now ain't that piece, yeah, I'm hip. Everything I said flow since my intro. I plan a thought, extend, and think, grow. Holding my pen tightly, it might be. Controversy at first, what I write be. Cause of research, don't just take it for granted. When I'm gone, my mind remains a planet. If I keep building, teach the children. So when they read it between the lines, it's filled in. A break to meditate, not a pee. Concentrate till I'm deep awake, but not asleep. At the same time, rising and advertising what is true. Keep advising you to stay wise, and I'm untouchable. Anywhere you want your poetry's pathetic It gets no credit till you get it straight 
let's motivate Don't want your message, cause it ain't commercial If you wanna break, then I'll reimburse you I won't let go, so my mic won't drop, cause Forecast is endless, vocals exist, rhyme goes on so no one can stop this Especially when I start to say the rhymes with no Omega The morning coffee is your truly motivated jazzy G featuring show star here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. Station with heart on iHeart. Yes, indeed. It's Freestyle Friday, y'all. Hey, DJ Nelson, the maestro, just went in. <laughs> I, I, he just did his thing, y'all. Just did his yeah. thing, Nelson. Yes. <laughs> Tore the roof off the mother. <laughs> the roof is on fire. Yeah, you tell the roof off the mother, y'all. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's right. That's how you start off a Friday with some shenanigans. <laughs> It's all good though, y'all. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Feels good out here and everything like that. So, yo, star. Yes, yes. Let, let's get into uh, your thoughts of wisdom. All right. Let's so do people it. People get some of that thoughts of wisdom in them before they they take on their weekend shenanigans and everything like that. Because you know things can happen like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know yeah. we when, when you ready for Friday, you ready for Friday. <laughs> yeah. So. So motivated, I want you to get your, your uh, paper and your, your pad and your pen and get ready because Showstar is about to go in with today's Thoughts of Wisdom. It's time for your Thoughts of Wisdom with Cheryl Star. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators, today's Thoughts of Wisdom is simple. Don't waste time trying to prove yourself to someone who doesn't believe in you. And what that means, so motivators, is if you're looking for inspiration for someone who's always shooting your ideas down or shooting your possibilities down or even making you feel like you're not good enough, keep away from them. They are motivational killers. So don't waste your time trying to prove yourself to someone who doesn't believe in you. Because they probably like that with everybody. Mm. Back to you, Jazzy. Thank you, Showstar. Put that on your Friday plate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Showstar, with today's thoughts of wisdom. That's right. Yeah, put it on your Friday plate. Yeah, with your fish fry and everything. Put that exactly. On. You know, they might not believe in the way you cook that fish, but guess what? You gonna open up your business one of these. That's days. right. That's right. You might have hey. to change your recipe, <laughs> but you gonna get that business though. <laughs> <laughs> but I always say this, uh, I say, listen, when life gives you limits, you make lemonade. Yes. And you sell it for a dollar a cup. Now yes. you're in business. All right. Nice. Yep. That's exactly. What I always say. Yeah. All right. Exactly. <laughs> That's so how if you the fishing, if your cooking don't work out, so motivators, you go on and get that lemonade. You're going to be a rich person. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let nobody stop you. That's why they always say, if plan A don't work, get yourself another plan. You got to have a B and a C. But focus on the A and be consistent on the A. And guess what? It shall happen. Yeah. You know, I used to teach my kids about the whole planning with plan A, B, and C. Right. Because I'm really not a... a, a, So B and C planning 
is is more like I used to use the body as as an example and mm -hmm. I would go you know your plan A should be your whole body it should go from head to toe right it should always be your, your your plan A because your plan B is only going to go from your head to your to your waistline and then your plan C is only going to go from your waistline to your feet right you know what I'm saying so you know what I mean <laughs> right you know what I'm saying so I was like yo you gotta your plan A you gotta work it till you can't work it no more some people run into a wall and just right right exactly stand at the wall they stare at the wall they they cry at the wall but no one you know what I'm saying at times they're not trying to climb the wall right around the wall the wall may only be 10 feet wide it may not be that 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 wide so you could just walk around it but you never tempted to walk around it to go left or right to see if you can you know what i'm saying you make and climb right. the wall. you never even gave it a try you know what i'm saying dig dig under go under the wall under the wall whatever right, it takes you know what I'm saying? But some people, they sit at the wall, take a siesta. Some people, you know what I'm saying? They at the wall and say, oh, well, you turn away and go back the other way. You know what I'm saying? And and it could be a big pitchfork sitting on the wall. And it never occurs to them, well, maybe if I take this pitchfork, <laughs> start, right. start, you know, I can knock this wall down. Right. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? Because sometimes right. when life gives you, when life puts a wall in front of you, Sometimes God just give you a pitchfork from nowhere, from from you know what I'm saying. Where you yeah. have, you can just say bang, bang, you know what I'm saying, or a sledgehammer, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But we don't we don't even think about things like that. You know, it's just like I I, I was watching a video of Usain Bolt, the uh, Jamaican uh, sprinter, and uh -huh. uh, he had said he said I trained four years for nine seconds. And most people give up after six months. Right. That's what he said. And that's the truth. Right. You know what I'm because you, you ever see a, a race? You ever see the race right. when they had the world? They just had the, yeah. We were talking about last week, we were talking about the World Cup. And I remember I, a couple of weeks ago, I, I right. um, I shouted out. Um, I think her name is, right. What's her name? Sohari. Richardson, well, I always mix that girl name up. I'm so sorry, sweetheart, but she's like the fastest woman on the planet Earth now. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm saying? And, and in the Olympics, they they shut her out because of the V scandal and all right, that right. stuff. But she came back with the event in the World Cup. She just did her thing. So I know when the Olympics come up, you know what I'm saying? Because the Olympics should come up in the next two years or something like that. And I and she, I, hey man, she's gonna be. A, a force to reckon with right. but you know what I'm saying but look how fast they run you know what I'm saying they're running in like 9-10 seconds right and, oh, and it's wow. over with but they, yeah. they they practiced this for years yeah. to get to that point Yeah, you know what I mean and, and it's and it's about it's times that they can and she could have given up when that whole scandal happened with the weed at the, the Olympics they said she couldn't run anymore and she lost her mother in between that time mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and she could have given up she said nah I just don't want to do this no more and broke the spirit because that was a wall you know what I'm saying she came back with a vengeance not only she climbed that wall ain't no wall now Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't a war now. It's it's crazy. <laughs> she ain't playing around. You know what I'm saying? But that's how you have to tackle life. You know what I'm saying? And and I know this from I, I say this so motivated because I'm saying this from experience. I'm not just saying this just they like say as a coach just to try to you know motivational speak and try to get you get you going. I do that. I know I do that. 
you know what I'm saying? I do it because I love to do it, but at the same time, I'm speaking from experience. You know what I'm saying? Because it's times I don't feel like getting out of bed. And I just want to be honest and, and open with you, so motivated. It's times I do not feel like getting out of bed. It's times I just, matter of fact, in the last past four weeks, it's not a it's not a week that went by in the last past four weeks that I didn't dream about my wife. Nah. Right. You, you right. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If it, it one day out at least one day out of the week, it's a dream with heart and eye and it's vivid. You get what I'm saying? Mm. And I wake up the next day and I, and it's like something comes over me. I don't even want to get out of bed now. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But I know I have to. And, and, and what's most important, I should. You get what I'm saying, Star? Right. I should. Right. I should get out of bed. It's not just like say I gotta get out of bed and, and do my job. And of course, I gotta get out of bed and and, and, and come here and, and and come on the air for you guys. But hey, man, it's it's more to it than that. You get what I'm saying? Yes. It's like I should get out. Right. Of bed. Right. I should live my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's hard, man. Sometimes I'm in that bed and it's like, I don't want to move. I do not want to move. Right. And, and, like, and it's paralyzing. So I understand what that war can feel like. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and, and they, it just looked like a, and, and internally, it's just a bunch of bricks and mortar that's blocking you. And it's like, why? You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But yes. you gotta say, hey man, it's gotta be a way around it. it gotta be a way over it, under it, or just take it out all together. It has right. to be right. And, and 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 it can be exhausting just trying to figure that out. But you gotta get some energy from somewhere. Right. You gotta get and, something from somewhere. exactly. And I got like I like I was speaking about Popeye when you know when he was in his most most vulnerable moment. And in, in his most vulnerable moment, he reached for his spinach. And that's his superpowers. And then he beat his 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 his, his uh his enemy. You know what I'm saying? His adversary. So wh whatever that adversary is for you, soul motivators, you know what I'm saying? You got you gotta take that spinach, man, whatever that superpower you have, and overcome it. Right. You know that's that's what you have to do. But that's just my that's just my take on it. You know what I mean, Star? Mm -hmm. No, I have those. I have those moments when you know I don't want to get out of bed. But sometimes I, <laughs> I, I just force myself. You, every, I think everybody goes through it, but it's a different feeling when you're going through, you know, morning and stuff. You know, like yeah, you know, yeah. like you know, we normally, like you said, you're not a morning person. So now to force yourself to get that energy and get that motivation, you know what I mean? Right. I know yeah. sometimes I don't want to get out of the bed when I say <laughs> when I spend an hour at my sister house, but I got to because I'm gonna get a ticket if, <laughs> yeah, right. if I sleep yeah. local. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know how New Yorker is New York is. You're gonna get a ticket if you ain't yeah. moving your car. Exactly. But um, you know, it's it's times like that. And you're a little spoiled when you live somewhere else, like say, I don't I don't have that problem here at Long Island, you right. don't have that problem in Pennsylvania. Right. But New York, that's an issue. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. That's a real issue. That's a real culture. You got to get up in the morning, move your car, and you know what I'm saying? So 
street sweepers can do what they got to do or whatever and have the time those guys ain't doing what they supposed to be doing you know what I'm saying that's somewhere smoking the blunt but you know <laughs> allegedly <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying but like again you know I ain't got to worry about that here in Long Island self-motivation is probably like a hard a hard thing you know self-motivation is the hardest thing right. in the world right in the world that's why we we seek for inspiration inspiration motivation comes from yourself right inspiration right. comes, comes from, from others, others. right so right the, the hardest thing to do is motivate yourself so we constantly look for for inspiration that's why we go to our houses of worship and, and places like that or comedy clubs or whatever we go to be entertained or or or, or, or sanctified we look for those things because we need the inspiration to get motivated and i'm gonna tell you this you're absolutely right because you know i told the story before how you know when it was time for me to get my degree and um you know i was doing i was doing everything you know that i needed to do up until the thesis and when i got to the thesis i got stuck i started it out like oh i know i'm gonna finish this and it took me a couple of weeks to get it done and it was like the hardest thing and i did have a dream um one of my friends who passed away and the dream was like get it get up and finish this thesis girl you know and i was i was i was telling my sister about you know because i was talking about it recently because we had that conversation on the show and she was like oh i remember when you were struggling and you was um and you said you know um your friend came to you in the dream and i said oh right 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 and and i didn't go to work for three days just to get that done right. and, and and i got it done you know and, right. and another thing that i recently got done because i'm working on um you know i got like two or three novels that i'm i'm releasing i've finished two of my novels that right. took me years right yeah you know what i mean like took right. me years and and now i finished them and so now i'm working on my third novel which is a a, a big deal to me but i had to motivate myself and also get insp- inspired by different things you know different things inspired me to to, to get it done you know because right. my yeah. dad my my father used to always say to me and you know my father been going for several years now and my father used to always say when you gonna finish your novel when you gonna do your novel when you gonna do your novel? You know, yeah, so yeah, one of yeah. my novels I dedicate to my dad because he was pushing me because I used to come over and, and work on my book. And I tell you, my, the first people who read my book was my parents. You know, even right. my mother, mm-hmm. my mother reads books religiously. Like right. every book that come out, my she got it. <laughs> I, I did the same thing. <laughs> she got thing. the Will Smith book. The, you know, <laughs> she, she reads everybody's book. Everybody's right. book that come out. So, you know, I always buy her books for gifts and stuff because right. my mother will read the book. So I give her chapters and give her chapters and um you know she's like oh you know hurry up and get this out this is good and then now people are like you should send your book in to tyler perry or these people you know maybe make a movie out of it so that inspired me to hurry and get it done right exactly <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like you said we got we get inspired by others by others yeah mm-hmm. that's right that that motivates us right and right so, and, and again, the reason why in this whole premise of the morning coffee is 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 the premise under motivation, inspiration, transformation, because I'm a transformational coach. But the motivation has to come from self. So, but if we can inspire you, so right. motivated, we can inspire you. 
you know what I'm saying, to just motivate, to be motivated each and every morning to just do what you need to do in your life to get going. You know what I'm saying? And and I give you those pointers each time I can give you those pointers so you can get that transformation. Because you know, when you when you're going from from point A the point B, the point C, you know what I'm saying? Point point B may not be the destination. You know what I'm saying? You may have to go, you know, your destination may be MLNOP. You know what I mean? Right. But in order to get there, you know what I'm saying? You have to go through the other alphabets to get there. You know what I'm saying? And it's just right. gonna be like that. So, you know, so you need that, you know, you need that push sometimes. And some and sometimes when when people when, when there's doubt, you know what I'm saying? Because, because again, where there's belief, there's doubt. That's a fact. Right. So what happens is all it takes is a little bit of doubt to destroy your belief. Okay. Just like you know, say in psychology, we, we're always told that you know it takes a thousand attaboys to take away one discouraging word. You know what I'm saying? Which is, and that's a fact also. So when someone says something to, you, like, say, if you say something discouraging to your child. Right. It it's gonna one discouraging word that you say to your child, it takes a thousand encouraging words to take that one word away. Get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the odds that a, a, a person's up against. So it, it's times that when you're around someone that may have that negative thinking or that ne- negative aura, your best bet is always to stay away from that because they're not gonna challenge you to do better. They're gonna challenge you to, to, to be mediocre. And if they feel mediocre, they're gonna present mediocre to you each and every time. Right. And they're gonna also present not, not to go ahead. Oh, it, you, you hit a wall, oh, they're gonna encourage you to, oh, don't, don't, that, that's a sign from God. <laughs> they're gonna tell you <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna, they're gonna throw that in there. And then you start believing that because Okay, so who challenges God? You get what I'm saying? Right. But it's just that they're afraid to go forward. They're right. afraid. So each and every time they hit a wall, they was too afraid to do anything about that wall. So again, remember we talked about misery, you know what I'm saying? Loving your company. Right, right. And, exactly. and that's what they do. And right. some people, they're not doing it with malice, a lot of people. So right. some I'm people not saying everybody like, that does that. They speak that, their fears onto you as right. well. Right. So they're not, they're not. It doesn't have to be a bad person. Right, right. It's just that that's what they know. That's what they understand. Right. Okay, so because they're not working from a second. Because a lot of people, when they talk about faith, they talk about faith just from a religious standpoint. Mm-hmm. A religious standpoint, strictly. Right. If you mention faith, they and, and, and their faith and your faith don't match up with their, their denomination of religion. Right. They they look at you like oh you talking something that's your and that's not it's even like say in my book facts of life faith actually change truth and service I'm not even speaking on faith from a religious standpoint you know what I'm saying right. I'm speaking on faith in the sense of a, a vision you know what I'm saying because you know what I'm saying just as Martin Luther King said you know faith is is taking that first step not knowing that there's a whole staircase. You know what I'm saying? So it's like seeing, right. it's seeing and believing all at once. It's it's the 
it's, stepping it's, out on faith. Like, yeah, but okay. but not in a blind way because right. you know, because religion teaches you about blind faith, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not a component of blind faith. That that thing to me is a little is shady ground. It's shaky to me. All right, I'm talking about a vision that that comes from 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 what they call a third eye, so to speak, right? And mm-hmm. and truly, our third, what we call our third eye is really our first eye. Okay, it's that it, we call it intuition. We got, we got names right. for it. We got right. all kind of names for it. whatever you believe in. We got names for it, and that's all it is. That we say gut feeling or, yeah. or things like that. That's that's faith. Right. That's faith. And fear and faith cannot enter a building, at the, a room at the same time. I remember somebody had spoken in a, a book club, and they was like, "So you know, faith, you know, your faith and your and your fears, you know, it, it can be at the same time, sometime." And and I explained to them, I said, "No, what you are talking about is called religion. That's not that's not faith. It's religion. So when you have that that you think you have that faith and that fear thing at the same time, that's just religion. That's all it is. Okay, but it, it's even a, it, sometimes when we fear stuff." We still like you know. Say for instance, if you fear something, but you still do it, then you get then you get faith too afterwards. You know, but, but, if, but that's your fears. You uh, know what I mean? But that's that's called courage. When right, you right. Do it, and you're and you afraid. And you fear courage. Do right. it, that's called courage. That's what right. courage. Is. That is the right. definition of courage. Right. That's all it. And because right. when you faith have, when would not you be in a room, some of your fears. Right. right. So because faith would not be in the same room with fear. Right. That's what happens. Faith gives you courage. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you you envision yourself being your own hero. You envision yourself being. You know, what I'm saying taking that step. I remember okay. when I first got my driver's license. Right. I was right. in. Um, well, I mean, I got my driver's license in New York, but I had to travel with my uh, sister husband. He came with me when I um, started working with the union. I had an assignment out in Harrisburg, P- Pennsylvania, which is three hours from New York. And he had to leave because um, my sister needed him for something. So he had to leave. And I had to drive the car all the way back to New York for my, right, by myself. Right. And I I hadn't even had my license. Maybe I had it for a few weeks. Right. Because I I I had a I didn't have faith. I was fearful, but I did it. Because I'm the type I do I do daredevil. You know, like my mother used right. to call me Tarzan woman. Because you know <laughs> I I'll, I'll be afraid. Like oh I'm jumping this high, but I'm really scared. But I oh I'm jumping the water, but really scared. But I'll do it. Right. But um, so when I my sister was so afraid, she kept calling me, <laughs> and I'm like, I just got my license. You can't be calling a new driver. Driver, right? And yeah, I'm yeah. I gotta answer the phone because I didn't have a phone call. You know, it wasn't where you could put your you know cell phone now like how we got you know how we could connect Stands our phone to the car. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But right. um, I drove all the way from Harrisburg and when you know because I I was like all the whole time I was like oh, I'm getting home I'm getting home I'm getting home <laughs> and then when I saw, you know, I got all the way to New York, to Lincoln Tunnel, and I was like, I called my sister, I said, I'm here. And she was like, oh my God, you did it. Congratulations. But but I I am that type. I try to uh, embrace my fears because I don't want to be fearful, but it's it's the natural thing. You're going to be fearful of a lot of stuff. Exactly. You know, so you just got to embrace it, you know? I remember the first time when, when, when I got my license and the first time I had to get on the parkway. The first time I had to get on the parkway, 
I had to go pick up my mother, my uncle, my aunt, and we had to drive down south, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So this is my first time driving on the parkway. And the funny thing is when I get to my mother's to pick them up, and I said to my uncle, I said, you know, Uncle Ray, this is the first time I drove it on driving on the parkway. You know what I'm saying? Because I was fairly a new driver. So he even said, you're going to learn today. I'm telling you. And, and that's what you, you have to do. Yeah, like you're going to learn today. <laughs> but the cool thing was I did because he actually yeah. showed me a lot of rules of the road of, of driving on, in the highways and the parkways and, and, and thoroughfares and things like that. He... He was my guy, you know what I'm right. saying? So it was so cool. So for, for me to, you know, do it for the first time when I drove up to my mother's house from Long Island to, to you know what I'm saying, on the parkway for the first time, I was behind a car that was doing like the speed limit and stuff like that. Right. So I stayed with the car like, okay, they doing the speed limit, I'm gonna do the speed limit. Okay, so, you know, that type of thing. So it was, it and, was you know, to, mm -hmm. but when, when you, when you, you know what I'm saying? But once you get that, that you know you, you do it anyway thing right that, you, that's courage that's just courage that's bravery that's courage and 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 faith will be with you every step of the way and okay. and do you remember the story i don't know if you remember but when when i didn't have a license you know and it was local driving my cousin uh cause my cousin had my uncle's bmw i didn't have a license and she couldn't drive and she said Cheryl drive the car. We was we was in Manhattan. I drove from downtown Manhattan all the way up to 125th Street. Because uh -huh. uh, she had to meet my uncle and give him back the car. Right. And you like you said, the inspiration, she inspired she was like, You could do it. Just, you know, keep the wheel steady. Like she was a very calm teacher. Right. And yeah. she told me, You're gonna be a great driver when you get your driving license because I didn't have my license, but I took direction from her very good because she was like, okay, here, pull, turn here, pull here. But she would tell me like ahead of time, you know, when you get up to the light, make a left. When you start to right. start. And when I, when my uncle saw me in his car, cause this is a BMW and he knew I didn't have my license. He was like, <laughs> what the hell? She driving. And, and my cousin Judy was like, she got this. She, you know, because she trusted because I've always been a calm person. I've always been, right. and I always been good at taking directions. I'll, I'll listen, you tell me, you know, and then I'll take directions from there. So she trusted me. And so I wasn't fearful when I was riding through the streets. Right. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, she was so Harrisburg, yeah. yeah, she was an inspiration. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes that's what you need when you, you know, that can give you faith. Yeah. You know, because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I know I could do it after she was like, sure, well, you could do it. You right. know, you, and, the, and the easiest thing is driving on the street when you learn how to drive because you got a stop sign. Right, or exactly. You got to stop light. Exactly. Either way, you, you're not going to go on a highway and keep going where people are zooming past you, doing exactly. the zigzag on you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know? and, but and, and, the Harrisburg ride, after that, I could drive anywhere. anywhere. You know, once I right. did that road trip myself, I was driving to Virginia Beach. I was driving right. in Washington, D.C. And, 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 and doing it easy, fast, you know, in, in no With time. Ease, yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Because there's a confidence now. Right. And that's what, that's what happens when, when faith kicks in. Because, again, right. just as, the, as, as my book, you know, Facts. Faith, action, change, truth, and so and you and when you use those protocols and you use them just in that order, right. it works out for you because there's the faith. Now you take immediate action. You know what I'm saying? And change is you make whatever is whatever shift you have to make 
to to do better, to be better, to to step into your greatness. That's what you do. You know right. what I'm saying? And then the truth portion of it is that it's is your reality. You get what I'm saying? Right. And again, there's two factors about truth. The truth hurts, and the truth will make you free. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what is the what is the what is the goal here? You get what I'm saying? So you have to step into your truth in order to make progress. You know what I'm saying? And then there's being of service. And what does being of service mean? That's answering your calling. That's all it is. Right. All being of service is simple and plain, no matter how we the 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 the, the skittles and the rainbows, you know what I'm saying? Being of service just mean answering your calling. That's all it is. And, and, and once you do that, but you have to put those other four protocols into place before you even try to answer your calling. Because again, some people try to work it backwards and it's not going to work that way. You hear that, David? Answer your phone. <laughs> <laughs> answer your calls. <laughs> oh, but but it, but it's that way because a lot of times from our fears we will jumble things up from our fears we do we skip things around just like say, yeah the blueprint of success you want to be successful with anything that you do in life anything the blueprint is very simple is is focus consistency and urgency that is the blueprint to success no matter how you slice that pie that is the blueprint to success now, except when they trying to sleep with you if you're too <laughs> urgent with it i'm gonna get concerned <laughs> <laughs> don't be too urgent with the success with the sex because i'm gonna be a little concerned jazzy g i get the i get the focus and the consistency but if you urgent, uh we gotta sleep together by thursday you know because i'm okay. going out of town let me clarify urgency <laughs> though let's kind of <laughs> let's clarify urgency so motivated that's not urgency star that's called emergency okay you heard that david because you know i i just went on two dates and he talking about something <laughs> come on come on <laughs> yeah that's that's, that's called emergency and and you don't you should never be pressured into an emergency that's why when you do he said it was emergency because he's been celibate so he said it's <laughs> <laughs> I said, well let me call you an ambulance <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to be a nurse. Let me call you an ambulance and get you some help. <laughs> hey, it's like when I when I met my wife. I say my like say my wife and I was, we we first was was talking dating and all that type of stuff. She was celibate. She was celibate over a year. I'm celibate and, now. And I was just so am I. I've been celibate three years now. But I'm right. just saying it's I, I I you know what I'm saying I didn't pressure her. I didn't do any of those things like just that said when she said she was celebrating I said well I'm that so that was my way of letting her know yeah well it, you know me and you ain't doing anything but don't think I ain't doing anything right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. so <laughs> if it ain't you it's gonna be somebody but <laughs> you know what I'm saying I was hey man I was like 24 years old what you want from me but but uh but you know I I I never put any pressure on her it was so cool. It was, you know, what I'm saying. And I remember when when we we had went on, we, we went on a few dates. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we had went on several dates, and we were talking on the phone. And I had said to her, I said, I think we need to take this relationship to the next level. You right. know what I'm saying? And I forget. I said those words, and then I followed it up with, you know, that we need to be intimate. I don't know how. I can't remember how I put it. 
You know what I'm saying? But I was, I mean, you know, I, you know, I was jazzed. I was smooth with it, y'all. Right. <laughs> but and she <laughs> said, she said, you're right. And in my mind was like, whoa. She said, you're right. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> but I was like, oh. <laughs> it was like, okay, cowboy, don't get too excited. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was like, I was like, okay, cool. You know, and then we started talking some more and this and that. And then I said, well, let's plan a, let's plan a, another date and take it to the next level you know what i'm saying and i think i was going out of town or something like that or going because i was forever going to detroit you know that's my second home right yeah so i was yeah you know what I'm saying what up though <laughs> so i was i was going there i believe so i said when i come back from detroit let's go out to you know somewhere and go go to eat and then you know then go back to my place type of thing you know what i'm saying and that's what we did you know what i'm saying and and it was and, and the funny thing is before that even happened she told me she loved me before any of that stuff happened she told me she loved me oh wow. I, remember, I remember the kids uh, we was watching something and it was about who said who loved who first right and I, said, and, and I forgot what we was watching but then i said to the kids i said yeah you know your mother told me she loved me first but right. I, I hear that, you know you told mommy like because because you know they know the story of, of me approaching her first and she was kind of like dissing me a bit and i i gave her my business card to say face and all you know what i'm saying and then she caught me so they know the story that she wasn't as into me as I was into her. You know what I mean? Right. So they they just knew I told her I loved her first. You know what I'm saying? And then Deb said, no, I told your father I loved him first. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? But then she did. You know what I'm saying? And, and then after that, and that right up, like, like she didn't tell me she loved me. And I said, yeah, you know, we need to take this to the next level. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was like, say, the next several conversations you know what I'm saying? And then, because I didn't even say I love you back to her. That's the crazy thing. I didn't even say I love you back to her because she said, did you hear me? Because <laughs> I was silent. I was like, oh. I don't, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that because I, said, I, I, have I said, I said, I love you. And right. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> but I didn't know how to respond because I didn't, I, I wasn't the type of guy that tell a woman I love her just if to you didn't. sleep with right. her and all that. Right. I wasn't that guy and then I was never that guy. You know what right. I'm saying? And then, and then again, here was a woman that, you know, has been celibate and things like that. I'm not going to tell this woman I, I love her back and I don't know if I really feel that way. I like right. her a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I knew nothing was going to go further than us kissing that we were doing. I, I just felt every time we went on a date because our very first date, you know, it was a good night kiss type of thing. It was passionate, but every date after that, it was a, it was a kiss. I knew it wasn't going no further than that. So it was a matter of it was so cool because being in her present to me was so cool because she liked a lot of things that I liked. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was it was cool like that. You know what I'm saying? And I can take her anywhere. I can take her to any kind of party. I can take her to any kind of social event. I can take she fit right in. So she was like the first person I would call if I had tickets to something, I was going somewhere, she would be the first woman I called say, hey, you wanna go to such and such and such? Because she fits right in. And it was so much fun, you know what I'm saying? And even with her cousin and everything like that, it would be like me, it's like we were like the three amigos, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and here I am with two cuties on my arm and stuff like that, so I'm the man. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I always look like the man. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember one time I was uh, we were all hanging out 
and, and my boy Omar Chandler, he pulled me to, I forget what party was at, but I think we was at the tunnel. And he saw me, and he saw me with him, and he pulled me over to, I said, yeah, man, every time I see you, you got some chick on your arm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? But it was just, it was like that. But we can hang out so much and go to all kind of parties. Right. You know what I mean? And she fit so, she fit in so well. So for me, it was like, yo, I know I like this chick a lot. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't sure if I loved her yet. You know what I'm right. saying? So again, once we did, you know, be intimate for the first time with each other, it was like, okay, I could be with her. You know what I'm saying? Because I we already, it was already this friendship. You know what I mean? So I would, you know, and we were always were talking on the phone. And I liked, I like having good conversation. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, you know what I'm saying? Because now by that time, my walls were down because you know again as a man you have your represent you know what I'm saying you you always want right. you know what I'm saying we quick to tell a woman be an astronaut when we all we do, you know what I'm saying we the janitor at, at, at NASA Space Center <laughs> something you know what I'm saying we quick to do that as men you know what I'm saying so but so but if you you know but when you come to the point where you you know you don't have to put up any persona and you're comfortable with that that other person you know what I'm saying you know you you feel that that person make you feel good. When you when you strip yourself, yeah. When you could just be yourself and be yourself, and, 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 right? Yeah. Then you know there's you, no representative. Exactly, you know exactly, and that's how it was with us. And it was gradually because it became, you know, what I'm saying it became gradual, gradual, gradual right. for us right. because everything was like in between this and that. And again, I was, you know, saying my ex fiance. Me and her was in a relationship, and when we when we first met, when me and dad first met, and then she was seeing somebody, but he was incarcerated. You know what I'm saying? So, so we were in that type of situation, but we had these phone conversations that was really good phone conversations. You and was they, you was Jody. I'm paying your phone bill so you can talk to this guy on the phone. <laughs> Remember that in Baby Boy? I'm just talking to Rodney. He be all right. I'm gonna put a block on the phone. Oh, you know that that scene always made me think of that too. Sometimes <laughs> it does because it's because it's, it's funny because again I, I remember because he used to keep. The letters that him, her and the guy used to have, and I remember I found the letters and everything, and they were just like in her closet and stuff like right, that. Right, so right. This is after we were married and stuff like that. So I found it. So I started reading a few of the letters and stuff like that because I had asked her. I had asked her mother. I had asked her. Your mother didn't know you were seeing the guy in jail. Like, you know, cause they, she said, nah, because because she, she has so many letters, and she was like, nah, because. I got the I got home before she did. Oh, and got, the, got mail. the mail. Yeah, so she never <laughs> knew I was. Yeah, they even locked up. They even locked up that week. And, and we, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and he never called, so there was letters. So it's not like he would call and be collect calls, something like that. It wasn't that kind of situation. Right. He calls and, you know what I'm saying? Can I talk to you? You know what I'm saying? Can I, can I, can I talk to Yvette? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's this? <laughs> so it was never like that. So it was never like that in the situation when, when her mother was alive and stuff like that. So, and that was before I was like, coming here on a regular basis or anything like that so you know but I, when I saw the letters and I was reading them and they were deep <laughs> you know what I'm saying that oh man I, I love got some letters. deep letters remember I told you I, I love I you was... I miss you and I can't wait to get when I get out of here we're gonna do this and some letters had to split some stuff to you know saying but all of them oh, did, man. You know, in jail, they can't do that too much right so, yeah so but I, I saw the yeah so I was like okay but I, I remember when we were 
cleaning out everything and that's okay this stuff got to go <laughs> you know what i'm saying these letters got to go <laughs> remember i told you when i had my book in the prison you know i yeah, had it in a yeah. prison catalog when I, my first book thoughts of wisdom and i had a p.o box because you know i had i had an open you know for people that read the book tell me what you think and and this was worldway and right. I, my husband had the he read he read something because I was getting these letters sent to my PO box. It started off as fan letters, mm -hmm. you know. They, like my husband used to get the mail, like, "Babe, you got a, a letter from Rowan." <laughs> yeah. So you know, we were we were transparent. So I was like, "Open it, tell me what to say." And so he was reading. Oh, I really enjoyed your book. You know, blah 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 blah. So after a while, you know, he stopped reading them because he sometimes I would be at work and he'll, you know, he'll call me and be like, "Babe, you got a letter?" And I'd be like, "Tell me," because you know sometimes you that's how close we were. You know, right. like he could open my mail. And then this guy was like, "I'm in love with you." Oh my! And he was like, "Send me." He was like, "I took some pictures because <laughs> what I did was I had my face on the first book." Right, you know, because yeah. I ain't know no, <laughs> you know, I was just proud, like, oh, let me. Right, you know. exactly. Yeah, a lot of so, first authors do that. Yeah, I didn't so, do that. Yeah, I got my book. I so, my so my husband was like, you know what he doing to your picture? Because he was like, I have your, I have your uh, face hanging up, and so he done <laughs> ripped the book. He done ripped the book, took the picture, and put it on his wall. <laughs> and he was talking about, and I, I wind up, I had to, I had to stop that really yeah. because that that was the first one. And you know, I told him I was like, "Babe, look at look at this." But then when a, a bunch of different guys started writing me, yeah, it, it became like, "Oh no, I can't do this." Because sometimes they get fixated on you know, especially exactly. if they've been in prison for years, exactly. You know, and this and one guy wrote me from wow, yeah, yes, and one guy wrote me and talking about when I come home, <laughs> when I get out, I'm coming to take you away from your husband. I was like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> he might get kidnapped. <laughs> I might get kidnapped." <laughs> <laughs> and he was a southern guy too because he was like oh i love thick women you got some when he started talking about my body part like you you got some big legs you i was like oh man i got i was like oh no and then my husband like oh no you gotta stop no more fan letters you know? <laughs> they can live in color. It's like that's it. <laughs> Remember living color with with David Allen He was in jail. He was like big, big, big breasts. <laughs> Let me see yeah, those big breasts. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no more going there. You know, Jim Brown, rest in peace, Jim Brown. But, you know, but, uh, that was that was that program crazy. that he had. Yep. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, oh, what, what did I get myself into? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you know, you think about you know, at the time, uh, Eminem had that song out, Stand. You know, you think, should I write them back? Because I don't want to build no enemies. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they get mad when you don't write them back. And they be like, <laughs> waiting to hear, waiting to hear. From you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got big bully. <laughs> <laughs> and then the scary thing is they want you and your husband you know some Word. of the guys are a little fruity <laughs> when i come home i'm gonna live with y'all <laughs> y'all both look good <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh man we had to move we had to get the hell out of the 
God! Because <laughs> Larry was coming home. <laughs> you wow. You wow. Yo. Yo, but I remember when, when Homeboy was coming home and, and Dad was like, yeah, you need to go back to so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? So she was talking about you know, back Beyonce. She was like, yeah, you need to get back with her, go back to her, this and that. Because right. Homeboy coming home and this and that. All right. That's how you want it? All right. That's how I could, you know, being dad was off and on at right. that time. I was like, all right, that's how you want it. And then, you know, I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Me and her wasn't, you know, in contact with each other. And the funny thing, we would see each other in clubs a lot and just run into each other. Right. You know and it's like, yeah, how you doing? How you doing? Da, 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 da. Little, little stuff like that. That's it. But Nelson is giving us the wrap up signs, star, and everything because it's, it's time to to go and, and and all good things come to an end. And uh, you know, on this freestyle Friday, I know we all gonna get to some shenanigans this weekend, and uh, that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so motivators, let's take say our uh, take our deep breaths to clear our mind, our body, and our spirit. And uh, you know, so so we can we can take on this uh, freestyle Friday with 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 some gumption. All right, so let's let's do that and say our affirmation protection prayer. So breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend, extend, extend it. Breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The light of God in. Oh, let me say it better than that. <laughs> I'll do it over. Yeah, let's do that over. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is, and all is well. It's Freestyle Friday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation protective prayer for the day, beloved. You take that no matter where you go today, may it be work, school, or play on this Freestyle Friday. No matter what shenanigans you're getting into, remember I love each and every one of you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. So start with shenanigans you're getting into today. Every weekend I do comedy, so that's my thing. Friday, Saturday, today I ain't doing nothing, but tomorrow back at the world famous Scotty's. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's my residency. Yes, yes. I gotta come down and check you out too, Star. Yes, yes, indeed. I know, I know. So much. I haven't been to Scotty's yet, but I am going. Matter of fact, we're going we gonna to make a bus ride of it one day, y'all. All right? We're going to make a soul motivator night. You know what I'm saying? The Cheryl Star. All right? Yes, indeed. That's right. But for now, me, Cheryl, and Nelson, we're going to take two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. Y'all have a blessed, blessed, blessed weekend. We love you. Hey. Soul Motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat.